Hi, I'm Marion Smith. And I'm Tanner Hodgson. We're married, and this is A, a Very Christmas, Christmas Movie Podcast. Today, we are discussing the 2020 Lifetime original movie, Dear Christmas. It's a, it's, it's a, a classic Christmas story about the country's most successful podcaster. <laughs> well, okay, so here's the description that's on IMDb. Let's acknowledge people... A human can just go up there and upload a description to INDB, but a production company can also probably flag it. So they probably saw this and were like, this is fine with us. Natalie has a hit podcast based on love. Problem is, she's not very good at finding it herself. That's when a Chris Massey enters her life and shakes things up. Not to mention his name. Wait, what do you mean not to mention his name? It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So this movie is about a woman played by Melissa Joan Hart who is a successful podcaster. The most successful. The they most... mentioned that she has the most successful podcast in the country at some point. We begin... And then later they are surprised when an episode like has a bunch of listens. Like that's the finale of the movie is... Yes, the finale of the movie... <laughs> Her family tells her it's already gone viral <laughs> to a, a podcast she was releasing live. Yeah. And in this world where she's the most successful podcast in the country, yeah, she'd get a lot of hits. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, so we begin the movie with her. Let's talk our Santa ratings first. Okay. Should we start over? No, we're not going to start over. Okay. So... Our Santa ratings are not our ratings of this as you'd rate like a normal good movie. And you're These, you're worried that the listener Yeah, I don't want the listener <laughs> might think you you actually think this is a mm-mm, great well mm-mm. not to not to give a spoiler, but I don't think it's had got a very good Santa rating either. So I'm gonna give I mean normal movie wise, I think this is one star probably. Sure. The production values weren't too low you know yeah it wasn't like obviously it's just filmed in a person's big mansion but it didn't feel some of them like feel trapped in that mansion it is like a i mean this one did feel very much there were there was no extras budget no we had multiple parties where we see no shots of the party (laughs) the scripting writes it so that we just see people like hanging out yeah, outside of the party they talk about this ugly sweater party so much and then it's like all right the night of the party and it's like the party's about to start let's go make drinks for everyone and then we see our two leads make a bunch of drinks and they're like boy that was exhausting do you want to get outside and get out of this busy party and then they go outside and then they're all, all of a sudden it's oh, i can't believe the party's over and we never saw inside yeah we also learned she won the ugly sweater party like a character just comes out and is like you won the contest. <laughs> yes, I forget. What did she get? She got, they just say, you need to collect your prize. And we don't <laughs> learn what the prize is. But the prize is given by her parents yeah. who she's visiting. Okay. And, I think we had got to give a little bit of a rundown of this plot before we just launch into it. Okay. I want to talk about ugly sweaters more, but mm-hmm. do we give our Santa, do we go? Oh, yeah. So my Santa, Santa rating, I guess I give it two out of five Santas. Yeah, it's a it's a two or a two point five. I get. Do yeah. I have to give a definitive? Yeah, and then I'm we can go back it, to it at the end. I'm gonna give it two point five Santas. Okay, two point five Santas. I'm st- I'm sticking. I'm at two Santas right now. Let's see if we can bump it up another point five. <laughs> I don't need you to. <laughs> um. So. Okay, we're gonna go with the movie. Yeah. So we start with her, Melissa Joan Hart. Her character's name is natalie morgan she explains at one point in a joke that we went back and rewatched because i think i i don't think melissa joan hart is very good at doing comedy no and i think i think that this line is a joke and she just did not deliver it in any way like a joke the line is my parents name me natalie because they love christmas so much and morgan it comes from Morgenstein. It's not. We're not related to J.P. Morgan. We're not rich. She says we're not rich and we don't own a railroad. Which is interesting. <laughs> that's that's because don't get it's distracted also by that. established that her parents 
did work in the financial industry and then oh, now yeah. have opened a bookstore because that was their dream to do. Her parents are Ed Bagley Jr. and Faith Prince, who I did not know. Um, and, the, you know, they're nice parents. But this weird, <laughs> no, nice this weird backstory that these parents have just opened up a bookstore. So we have Melissa Joan Hart is recording a podcast doing like the sort of epilogue you didn't didn't explain the joke oh so i think that so she meets a character named chris massey and they're talking about how the name is christmassy i think she's trying to make a joke that natalie has to do with christmas i i disagree i don't think this movie has like jokes in it like that they definitely don't have like a character make a joke i just don't I don't see it. I think there's some way that Natalie is. Well, we uh, looked it up and it does mean birth of the Lord. So it's like. That's Christmas. But that's so. How would anyone know that? And him. He. The fact he doesn't comment on. It's so strange. And a lot of her dialogue. And I know it's the like production schedule where they shoot these things in like, you know, two weeks that they're not doing a lot of takes. But the way she delivers a lot of her dialogue is just sort of racing through it. And so you can't really. And she's a little bit like cheery doing the dialogue. So you can't really discern what her tone is at any time in this movie. And it's also a symptom of her being a character who we meet in a lot of these movies whose personality is just their circumstance and their yeah. circumstance is coincidence. So, okay. So let's real, so real quick. The go plot is, the movie. She's this podcaster. She's like, I don't have love. I talk about it. And then she she's going to, to visit, visit her, her family, family in beautiful Lake Tahoe. Lake you Tahoe. guys you got to check out Lake Tahoe. It's beautiful. You know, this, uh, their bookstore is called Lake Tahoe book. <laughs> she then keeps running into this man. Yeah. She, well, on her Mr. way there, Christmas, a man helps her fix her tire. And then she keeps well, running. We're skipping over so much stuff I want to talk about oh, already. Okay. I mean, first of all, let's talk about her recording this podcast. She, we come in and she's recording like the epilogue to an episode of This American Life, sort of, um, where she's like, and to this concludes part one of our dear first dear Christmas episode. Well, what's weird though is she says on part one of Christmas episode we talked about this. Yes, when and it's then like it this... turns out that's the end of the episode. Yes. She just at the end of her podcast says, and on today on the podcast we talked about this, and then leaves. It's very yes. strange. Well, and then her producer comes in. We do learn. We had to rewind to figure this out. The podcast is actually called Holiday Love. And she does. We learn later she's done episodes called Dear Christmas, Dear Thanksgiving, Dear Halloween. Her dad comments on Dear Thanksgiving. Uh, is that a, is turkey dropping a real thing? And she's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> she's like, on Halloween, a devil and an angel met and fell in love. <laughs> what is this podcast? <laughs> um, what could it possibly be like year after year? And that it's, well, I think it's only been, and we learn later that she was a journalist and then she wrote a blog about being alone on Valentine's Day. She had a fan of her blog. It's unclear if this blog means one entry in a blog or like she keeps writing posts about being alone on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she, yeah, there was her. She has her number one fan, this woman named Penny. And then this woman keeps commenting and then sends her an email and it turns out that Penny is the founder of a podcast network called Earmuff (laughs) and asks Natalie if she would like to host a podcast so you know this is the this is like the story of how like conan got a podcast (laughs) i just mean like this is not how anyone who is like an indie person and this is not a way anyone has ever gotten a podcast because the way her podcast sounds it sounds like an npr type podcast she's recording it in a recording booth with one of those like radio mics um, and then her podcast becomes the number one podcast in America. And her elderly parents are very much aware of what a podcast <laughs> is and what and what like live streaming is. Yeah. So she's recording the end of this podcast episode. Her producer comes in, reveals a holiday party is going on right now. Natalie says, oh, I'm too busy. I have to go to my parents' house. I have to leave to go to my parents' house. Would you help me wrap these presents? <laughs> takes a like box of 
items and then they go sit i guess in the party and wrap them I'm going to say, I guess I'm really shocked at how well you're able to <laughs> recall this movie scene by scene. And I, and I have I no don't notes. Think, I don't think that's the, yeah, you have no notes. I'm like, I don't think we need to go over every I know, scene of this movie. But I wanted to bring okay. this up because this starts a, the thing that happens three times of having parties where we don't see the party. Right. It was also just so, such a bizarre scene that she's like, can you help me wrap these presents right now? And it's so that she can say backstory like about her family to her her boss. There's a joke I liked where she they're they're looking through all the gifts that they ha- that this coworker is looking through all the gifts that her coworker is making her help wrap, and one of them is like a onesie, and she's like, who's this for? And she's like, oh my sister, and she's like, your sister's small. Yeah, that was funny. Um, we were like, uh oh, is this gonna be? Is this going to be actually funny? No, no, don't worry. So then she goes on her drive to her parents' house, which they filmed none of. Yeah, there's no- and is entirely stock footage with VO of her, like, calling her sister. It's pretty wild. Like, I think we truly, this is going to be non- nominated, I think, on Santa's naughty list for stock footage category. Okay. Because I we it's naughty for its use of stock. It's naughty footage. for its use of stock footage because these we're gonna have awards. We're gonna have awards called the Santas, and there's the naughty list and the nice list. <laughs> <laughs> so each category has naughty and <laughs> nice nominees. Um, I think this one will get there. We'll maybe at the end see if anything else is gonna get nominated. But I've never seen like these movies are full of stock footage. You go through the end credits and you see all their like. Uh, they, you have to like credit the users whose stock footage you got on like Pond5 or whatever. And this one, I've never seen a whole scene constructed with <laughs> stock footage before in one of these. It was great. So then she gets out of the car, looks at a glass heart. Yes. This is important. These glass hearts matter. Says like, oh, I relate to you guys. Oh, yeah. We're the <laughs> Lonely starts- Hearts Club. Which was, I was, at first I was like, is she making a joke about herself, Melissa Joan Hart? (laughs) Is this her, like, uh, Clarissa Explains It All style, winking at the camera? Um, um, And then, this scene was very confusing for Tanner and I, because then a man just shows up, a truck. So she's talking on the phone to her sister, she's like, my phone died... And then a man shows well, up in a truck. She's on the phone with her sister and says her phone died? She's like talking to her and she's like, my phone's about to die. Oh. And then I feel like she's like, it died. Okay. And then this man shows up. We are like, is this a serial killer? We, we know it's not. Yes. We know it's not. Because the movie's called Dear Christmas. Yes. I mean, what a twist that would be. <laughs> dear Twistmas. Yeah. Dear Twistmas. I guess Dear Christmas is like her trying to write. She's She writes to Santa to rescue her. From this serial killer dungeon. Um, But this man shows up and they never like say that she called a tow truck. I don't. It's weird because at the end he mentions that he got her name from her AAA information. And it's like, I thought you were like a good. Did you bill her? This seems like you're doing her a favor. Because then she frequently throughout the movie is like, thank you for helping with my car. And I'm like, well, does he work for AAA or not? <laughs> but And we, then Tanner does, constructed a narrative that he drives around on Christmas helping wayward souls. Yeah. Which I kind of just accepted as truth. But then I'm like, I don't <laughs> yeah, think not, they ever said not that. Part of it. Um, so Mr. Christmas he, shows up. But his he, truck says Mr. Christmas yeah, on the side. And he, well, he says, and this I think is important to talk about, is he says... Um, like, well, I, well, I'm fixing it. Why don't you go wait in my car? Uh, there's hot chocolate in there. And this is, Aaron was reading a, like a breakdown of what they want in these movies. And one of the things is they want the characters to be drinking hot chocolate <laughs> because that's Christmassy. And like, it's so, I don't know. It was so, so strange, strange how these people love hot chocolate. She goes into his car. I believe movies. she turns up the Christmas music he's playing, pours herself some hot chocolate. This whole time I'm like so scared. I don't know who this man is. And then if she charges, he's like, you can plug in your phone. So she went on this trip with no, no phone Oh yeah, charger. first I thought, I'm like, is he an Uber driver? Why yeah. does he have like phone chargers? And- Hot chocolate. Yeah, and amenities. Well, she plugs in her phone 
and then calls her sister and she's like oh this guy's helping me with the tire and the sister immediately is like a guy <laughs> Ooh, and she's like yeah he is pretty handsome and me i'm watching this movie i'm like this is a like 50 year old man <laughs> we were amazed to learn apparently this actor is considered a hunk okay he is well i think so he's a I star of 90210 hunks. jason Priestley. i think at least one person thought every male lead in these is a hunk i mean there's no male leads what about a Christmas movie Christmas? The boyfriend who was supposed to be handsome. Okay, we don't need to talk <laughs> about that. But so then he helps her tire, says like, they like make a joke that she doesn't know what a spare tire is or something, which a lot of times the jokes don't really, like there's no They're clear really character soft. game for her, but yeah. it's also some, sometimes there will be jokes about like this person's kind of like stupid or like they're a city slicker, but it's like that is never becomes like part of their personality yeah, they don't do personality they're just like in this moment we like thought we needed a joke so what's a kind of joke you could say about a person <laughs> um yeah so he fixes her tire i feel like he doesn't put a spare tire on i don't we see him putting lug he's we see him tightening some lug nuts and i'm like i think he's tightening lug nuts on a different tire than the one he jacked up because i feel like he jacked up the left you jack up the car Oh, you're right. Jack but I feel tire. like we saw him working on the driver's side Maybe tire. Maybe he replaced them all. Maybe okay. he rotated the tires. <laughs> he rotated. Okay. I would trust Mr. He Christmas did, to Yeah, do he that. did some alignment work. Okay. Mr. Christmas <laughs> he was... Built her, he built her big time. <laughs> yeah. Her reaching her AAA deductible? Do they, Maybe this know. whole time... Okay. This is the twist. He's been billing her for all these things okay. throughout the movie. Okay. So then the, she's going to leave and he says, see you tomorrow. And she's like, what the heck? He says, see you tomorrow, Natalie. She says, what the heck? How do you know my name? And he says, your AAA card. And then she's like, what do you mean, see you tomorrow? And he's like, I will. Uh She goes home. Uh, We meet her parents. And her sister is pregnant. Her sister's husband isn't there because he's at a conference. The parents are like, we're going to have a guy come put up Christmas decorations. Okay. Tomorrow, Tomorrow morning. Yeah. Who, goes, do you th- who do you think this guy who is? This is going to be is oh, this going to be a new character? No, we have already seen every character. <laughs> <laughs> There's no more new ones. Melissa Joan Hart goes to her bedroom. It's it's her. the man. What? It's, she, no, yeah. that's in the. Well, first we see that there's like boxes of her childhood. But we don't stuff. have to. I'm just pointing. I'm <laughs> I'm setting up the details. She's like, oh my, I kept a diary every year. Okay. And she like re- looks at one of her diaries and it has like a boy's name in it. And it's like, I was never lucky in love. Next morning, she wakes up. Somebody's banging around. It's Mr. Christmas hanging Mr. up Christmas. Christmas lights. He's hanging up Christmas lights. He knew he'd be here. Yeah. And this is this is the the like, su- you know, of the genre is, I guess, Christmas movie. But this is the subgenre of this movie is characters that have to keep seeing each other. Yeah. And then eventually... They're like, well, I guess, I guess, yeah. The universe is, makes us together. It's as though the characters are reading the screenplay, and they're like, well, we're the characters in every scene, so we must be the romantic lead. Because <laughs> there's really, yeah, they keep, uh, yeah, it's just like they, they keep going places, yeah. and it's like, oh, we're both here. Oh, now we're both here. Well, and they keep saying they will be like, am I stalking you, or are you stalking me? And <sighs> they switch off who says that. Yes, at one point she goes to a coffee shop to like get some work done or something to drop like a, off a gift basket to drop off a gift basket bookstore. to a closed like <laughs> coffee shop and the and mr christmas just happens to be there practicing his acoustic guitar set yes for he like hosts an open mic later wild yes. later in the movie then, but then they have so first they do the christmas then they decorate the house together yeah then i guess he leaves we don't know where he goes well they and he's he's like a weird He's like a weird character that these movies have where it's like a guy who's like really serious about yes. being really into Christmas. It's like when you think of someone who loves Christmas, they're like, yeah, let's get a tree and drink hot cocoa. But for these people, it's like, uh, we gotta, we should have hot cocoa. You gotta have hot cocoa on Christmas. It's like, why are you <laughs> mad? Yes. <laughs> it's like he's just offended. It's like his religion demands well, that it, we. Well, it's very much like. Put up a tree. Yes. It, his religion is Christmas. And it's also just that 
you know, these films are like shot so quickly that I don't, I feel like there's no time for these actors to prep. So they just hire these people who've been in like romantic movies and they're like, yeah, 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 do yeah. that. I know what I, I know how to act like a character who wants something. My character wants to, well, yeah. wants to bake Christmas cookies. Well, and, <laughs> and they're hiring people who probably have been like a smoldering lumberjack or whatever. So now instead it's like, yeah. instead of, you know, you know, caring about Lumber. fixing up old cars or something. Now this it's, guy wait, cares about cookies. You mean you don't make Christmas Christmas cookies every year? Really? I couldn't live like that. <laughs> okay, buddy. Um, so they hang up the Christmas decorations together. She learns that they were in half of eighth grade together yeah he remembers her yeah, he she, remembers he says he wasn't one of the popular kids and that's why yeah. she doesn't remember him. oh then they she runs into him at the coffee shop or restaurant yeah. empty of course at some point <laughs> they, they set up the owner's not there they're like the owner went out <laughs> okay then they like eat they eat dinner that's why together. it's just the two of us yes neither of us employees of this coffee oh yeah shop. this this restaurant's closed in the middle of the day <laughs> um then they eat dinner together at the restaurant they do yeah he drinks a beer and we see oh, the beer yeah. on the table and then she's drinking wine we see no wine bottle i wonder about them like breaking into the liquor <laughs> of this restaurant the owner never came back i would be pissed if i was like yeah you can come set up your amp for the open mic and then i learned this guy's like drinking my (laughs) he's like going on a date (laughs) yeah hey mr christmas we appreciate your guitar work but please stop bringing your dates to my restaurant (laughs) it's closed for a reason we have a health problem here um so then later she's going to the mall have right. we already done the ugly sweaters? We've not talked about the ugly sweaters yet. So then she needs to get Christmas stuff for her family. They <laughs> tell her to do that. And she decides to ask Mr. Christmas to come with her. And he helps chop down a tree. That's when we learn <laughs> it's a, about... It's a Christmas tree. It's a Christmas it's not, tree. I guess this is why you were thinking about him being a lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's like just holding. He's like, yeah, of course I can do that. And he just like has an axe. And I, I don't understand these this forest they just go out to. Yeah. It doesn't seem like they enter doesn't anywhere. Seem, it's not like a Christmas tree farm. Yeah. It seems. They just went out into. But maybe this exists. I don't know. I need to. Yeah, I've never been to like. We got Tahoe. in a discussion. We don't know the like uh, environmental impact of Christmas tree farms. I'm not sure. Yeah. Maybe it could be good. I do. I think Christmas trees can look nice. Most of the ones in these movies look like shit when they're decorated. Mm -hmm. They go for a... I was mad they do like a silver and gold tree. I hate it. Yeah. I don't want a silver and gold tree. Well, and it's also in this movie so much about like her... You know, she's going through her old yearbooks, childhood memories. I feel like a production designer would be like, oh yeah, this family probably would have ornaments that like kids made and stuff. And they don't have that at all because, you know, they're just buying like pack of... the big balls. Yeah, everything's the big silver and gold balls. There's nothing that feels homey about the parents' house. I it, like I expected this house they would be like, oh, I miss our childhood home since mom and dad sold it. <laughs> Cuz their parents live in a house that looks like it was built in like 2010. <laughs> um I mean all of yeah, they're it's the mansion set, right? Yes. Like, almost all these have a big house that they're in and it's like the the facade of them is much uglier than like a house you've seen in a real movie or TV show. Like it's, I don't know, just like ugly stone Yeah, fake molding. Like a, truly a texture I'd never pick in The Sims. <laughs> um, so they go, they get the Christmas tree. Mr. Christmas's niece calls him because he is not married because doing, doing. His brother was married, but his brother died. And so Mr. Christmas moved back here where his sister-in-law lives. I don't know why his sister-in-law lives here and his brother lived here when they moved away after eighth grade. But uh, there's Mr. lots of things to work and do. And like, yeah, oh. it seems like it. And Mr. Christmas lives here because he's a really good uncle. You know what? That's nice. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Mr. Christmas makes Natalie talk to his niece on the phone to give her love advice which i was like i will i would love to hear this dialogue they write for this kid to say no of course no, there's no child that. we don't get that um 
they do that. Then we have this ugly sweater party, which, as we already said, no guess. Right. Now, what we do have, I think it's a good time to talk about our thoughts on ugly sweaters. Yes. Um, ugly sweaters drive me batty. <laughs> well, I ugly had sweaters it, well, in like a movie. Yes. Well, it started with, I always thought ugly sweater was, and we were discussing this <laughs> at length, like an ugly sweater to me is a sweater that was actually like manufactured in earnest in earnest it's like someone thought this is aesthetically pleasing someone will like this and then they made you know some sort of horrifying glittery cat yes. image with flowers going you know just something ugly yes like something it's something that a grandma would buy and yeah. wear but the first time I noticed this phenomenon was when I worked at this job and they had an ugly sweater party and I have this like pretty ugly like Christmas sweater that's like from the 80s and it has just a really strange design on it. But then everyone at the party would just tape things to sweaters and it would be like whoever had essentially the sweater that weighed the most <laughs> kilograms would be the winner. And I was just what's the point yeah and i was like oh this is just the culture of this horrible job but no that's like one of the types of ugly sweater person yeah we saw it in uh a crafty christmas yeah which we love we love crafty christmas is a five santa movie yes they they believe in the like they actually glue stuff to us yeah they're like let's make ugly sweaters and they glue a bunch of stuff and it's like well i don't know who cares yeah and then the ugly sweater it's about it is, a found object. Yeah. It's about reappropriating this strange found object. It's about thrifting and it's people who don't want to do that. Yeah, because there's also a there's also a middle tier between the two, right? Yes. There's like the genuine ugly sweater and then the The tape stuff. Uh, this, the tape stuff ugly sweater. And now then, there's also like the the Robert Herjavec invested company, Naughty Elves. Yes. Where it's like, okay, now they're making sweaters with the intent of being an ugly Christmas yes. sweater, which is it is somewhere in between, but Which it's still not allowed grosser. by my rules. It's almost grosser than the tape on because it's this. No, I don't want to think about having to touch the tape <laughs> on well, the fabric. Well, it's just this. It's not like, grosser. It's, it's, it's this. <laughs> it snakes on a plane, right? It's like I'm, we're trying to make a bad movie. false campiness. Yeah. And therefore it's not campiness. Yeah. It's also at another job I had, another bad job I had. Uh, a coworker one day was like, oh, hey Aaron come here and I like didn't really talk to anyone at this job she was like Aaron come here and she showed me like the store page for naughty elves and was like aren't these funny <laughs> and I like didn't really talk to anyone so I had to try so hard to be like oh yeah there's these are so funny <laughs> and I hated every second do you of think it. you were able to say so funny and not just funny I don't know I mean because I'd worn a dress that had I would I wear clothing with prints on it so people then like think I guess that means I want to wear this trash. <laughs> um, but then in the movie, Mr. Christmas strangely does not own an ugly sweater. So Melissa Joan Hart has one for a 50 year old man. And it's <laughs> like a, his I, I is, thought it was kind of cool. It's like a Santa riding like a horse and he's got a big sword and there's uh, like a spaceship or something. Yeah, I don't even that doesn't even remotely count as an ugly sweater. It's just an but interesting, you know weird sweater. Yeah, you know, he did not win the contest. No, he didn't win. And she then won. she's wearing one where it's an in-between. We don't the, need to describe this. Well, it's just that it was little like elves, <laughs> but then their feet come out and are like little pieces of fabric that come out of the sweater. I think they were little Santas. Little, maybe, yeah. And I, I actually thought that was fine. I could see my grandma wearing that. So they make the drinks for the party. Um, there's also these cookies for the party have been talked about in the movie that the parents make in an earlier scene. The mom is like showing off the cookies. There are six cookies on a tray. <laughs> Her daughters eat three of them. And the mom is like, there won't be any for the party. And I'm like, you know what lady? There are not any for the party. You made six cookies <laughs> for this party. Um, we don't see any of the party. We do. I believe at just at one tiny moment, maybe this they, party is sort of like, um, it's uh well this is too dark there's like a horror movie where like a couple their like child died so they hire a babysitter to take care of a doll mm -hmm. and it's sort of like that mm. of like she knows her parents have no friends that could come over so she has to like or, pretend the, to be no, helping the, the party but she knows there's no party this for her to have a reason for mr christmas to come over 
I don't. I feel like the universe would bring Mr. Christmas to her. I don't think okay, anyone needs to that's help. That's true. That's true. Okay, the party's over. They almost kiss, but then her sister comes to tell her she won the ugly sweater contest. I think it was called the boy. <laughs> um, but then the next day they go to the mall, or and she runs into Mr. Christmas again. Uh oh! It turns out Mr. Christmas is making is the one who makes these little he makes hearts. The little hearts. And in a scene, her dad she asks her dad about these hearts because he's putting them in the gift baskets. She's like, "Where are these? I see, I'm seeing these hearts everywhere. Where are these hearts coming from?" And he says, "These are for the first responders and healthcare workers. <laughs> we put them to thank them." And it's like, it's not explained further of like, oh, every purchase of these goes to some sort of charity. It's just that they exist in some way in support of first responders yes. and healthcare workers. Well, and then we learn that we learn in this scene that Mr. Christmas is the one who's making these. Yeah, he's, he's also a volunteer one. fireman. His, he says he, yeah. His glass blowing shop is like in the mall. Yes, it's in the mall. He says that glass blowing is his passion and he's doing all his side hustles so that he could make these hearts and then we see a very cool scene just a sequence about glass blowing where we see and it seems like melissa joan hart did some of it yeah there's only a couple shots where then we're like okay she did not take these uh pliers and like yeah i don't think so um, it's a cool little scene. I worked on a TV show about crafting and there was like some glass Called blowing. Beep, 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 beep. Well, you need to share oh, okay. that. <laughs> um, well, I guess we can beep it. Yeah, we'll beep it. Um, <laughs> beep, not bleep. <laughs> <laughs> beep. Um, and so I've, uh, you know what? Watching glass blowing is pretty, pretty stinking cool. Um, and, but then we like don't get to see the heart they made because, uh, I don't know. They didn't shoot that. Okay. Oh, and this this is about when I think we start getting the conflict of the movie, right? Is that she starts being like, I definitely love him, but is it true love? Yes. <laughs> and we have no concept of what true love means. No. They So she's prepping throughout the movie. She's prepping for her podcast episode, which involves her watching three videos her producer sends her. And wait, just a, since I feel like we're like, halfway or we're most of the way most of the way through the movie okay she's been watching these videos on her ipad and every time she opens her ipad she has to like completely unbuckle the case (laughs) (laughs) it's a little it's like a pink case that she has to flip over yeah they never were like you know what this this takes up a while (laughs) we both we both had noticed her opening it up in the coffee shop scene and then later we're excited to see it again um she's watching these videos of them like recording a couple talking about not like when they met but when they knew it was true love, true love, which is never really defined no. for us. And um, I, yeah, I theorized that maybe true love is like you is like sort of a really like once saved, always saved for Christianity, where it's like if <laughs> the way I saw it, like when I was in college is like, well, if you're truly saved, then you'll never turn away from God. So if you later stray from God, then that means you were never truly saved. And I think in the same way, one could argue that like if you eventually get divorced, that means it wasn't true love because the love faded. Yeah. You could never it's, know yeah. it's true love, but you can know it's not true yes, love. Yes, right. It's semi-deciding is that you'll only ever know if it's false. And the only... They do not say this. Yeah, this is not... Show, I don't though. think this is part of the movie. <laughs> um... She does, their, though, I think their concept of true love is, like, it's love, but, dub, but like, at least double. Yeah. It's at least double love. Um, it, well, and then her boss sends her a message, and it is of her boss and an old man. Her boss, we realize in this scene, is older than we thought she was, um, that she's a plastic surgery lady. But she's with this old man with shoulder length, gray hair, yeah. who he, says nothing now i don't know if to not i want to nominate him um i don't know if it's for naughty or nice but he definitely gets a he's definitely nominated for santa for uh the producer's spouse award for (laughs) (laughs) excellence and uh being an extra Mm -hmm. it's like this guy he's gotta be it's gotta be related to someone right it's gotta be it's gotta be he has no lines but he's in so much of a scene it's so weird 
I don't even he's not even credited on IMDb. He's non speaking. I know. We'd have to like go through we'd have to watch the credits and like type all those people's names in. Um so they then reveal that he was the HR person at Earmuffs, which good for <laughs> Earmuffs. Having an HR person, that's great. <laughs> um and she had a crush on him, but was like, well, he's in charge of like dealing with relationships between people and there shouldn't be relationships between coworkers. So then fine. But finally, after a couple of years, she slides him a form for mm. starting an inner office relationship with his name on it. <laughs> and then she learns he liked him, her too. And she says that this taught her that true love takes time. Mm. That and this weighs heavy on our lead this soul. This weighs so heavy on her. <laughs> She's also feeling like, well, we also, there's also a very strange component where they are talking, Mr. Christmas and Mrs. Natalie, Mrs. Podcast, when they're on their date at the restaurant they're not supposed to be in, they reveal that they both like traveled in their yeah. 20s and they kept like being in the same cities they at kept the same being time like, or almost well uh then i was in spain in the summer of 2006 what i was in spain in 2007 oh that's crazy and then anyway i was gonna go to a big celebration in barcelona for christmas <gasps> the barcelona of- christmas fest yeah oh i went to that oh no i didn't my roommate got sick it like keeps <laughs> being a yeah. scene like this where I'm like, is it trying like Yeah, why? I ask I movie writer, I ask you, why did you write this? Because if it was that because the re- in here and like Tyler they keep running into each other. So then you're like, oh, fate is putting them together. But the but movie what does it mean that fate was doing it it Yeah. Yeah. It it feels like it could be that like actually they weren't supposed to fall in love. They were supposed to like both realized that like a necklace their parents gave them was one half of an amulet that like they can put yeah. together. Yeah. And fate, fate was just needed them to be together. I don't, but also the movie doesn't like talk about fate or like God having a plan or like, there's no, there's no she, reason. Yeah. There's no, uh, she says one thing about fate, right. In like Latin. And then her sister's like, what the heck is this? <laughs> um, Right before she goes to the glass blowing, which we do learn that they shot this in August, because in an interview with EW, Melissa Joan Hart talks about imagine being on a glass blowing studio in August. Um, so then she's wondering, could this be yeah. true? Love How could it be Mr. true love? Christmas? I've only known Mr. Christmas for a little bit. Yeah. And so it's... she talks to Mr. Christmas about it, and he's like, "Pretend, but I'm on your podcast." <laughs> And they stand back to back and he calls in and she's like, hello, listener. And he says, hello, we had got a caller named Chris. And he says, no, I'm random. (laughs) (laughs) It says we got a caller random. Um, Then they then when she's talking, she's like, the screenwriter forgot the word anonymous. Yes, (laughs) random. Um, She then is like, I think it's too soon to know. So then. But this whole conflict is there's no. She keeps being like, it's moving too fast. And I'm like, what is moving too yes. fast? You are not even dating this person. Yes. This is just a person they you've have, seen. I'm like. Everything that's moving too fast is in your head. Well, it's also like, even if she's like, oh, we've gone on too many dates or whatever. Yeah, they've seen each other a bunch, but it's like they haven't even gone out. They've just run into each other. So if anything <laughs> is moving too fast, the universe is moving yes. too fast. There's, they also have not kissed. Yeah, they're not kissed. They haven't. They're not. It's not, you know, oh, they have, oh, we became boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And it's nothing. There's no relationship. Like, and she's I like, under- this, we need to define the relationship. And it's like, I don't think there is one. I think we're like, just Like, I understand met. in these movies that kissing equals sex. Like, you're not allowed to show sex in these movies. And that, like, the kiss at the end is people, like, consummating their love. But it is just wild her being like, it's moving too fast. I mean, because it's like then they even they don't even bring up very much the fact that she's leaving like yeah. Tahoe in a couple days. It's not until she talks about it's moving to, and then then finally like there's like one minute where she's like, also, I have to move like two thousand miles to be with you. Mm-hmm. Which wait, what does she decide? Because I'm like know. she could definitely record. She already did a live one from her yeah. parents' house. She could definitely just do their well, podcast there. So then she's supposed to I go to Christmas this fireman's ball with Mr. Christmas. 
while her parents are also going to a different party. There's a weird like one mo- minute of conflict where her parents are like, you're supposed to go to the ball with us. And then she's like, but I have to go with Mr. Christmas. And they're <laughs> like, okay. And then her sister is pregnant and her sister's boyfriend's like, they, ba- some background like conversation will be about him, his flight being delayed or whatever. He's not coming for a while. And the parents are like, you should stay with your pregnant sister. And then the sister's like, no, you go to the dance. And then, then the sister has contractions. They, yeah. yeah. The, the, eventually the boyfriend shows up and she goes to the dance late. Yeah. The and- sister's husband shows up. They go to the hospital. The sister's husband, as Tanner said, he seemed so excited to be in a TV show with someone who was on Arrested Development. <laughs> yeah. He really, was- he really looked like a guy who was... Who had been really excited to work with Ed Bagley Jr. And was really giving it all in one of the scenes. <laughs> he has to like jump on a couch. Yeah, they have him jump on a couch. And okay, so he's he's like napping and then they're spying on her. They're spying on Melissa Joan Hart and Mr. Christmas. And then like she turns around and they have to like pretend that they were back where they were. And he jumps onto the couch and he's laying there with shoes on. I Which think it then is he earlier so crazy was napping. Be, so that means he was napping yeah, with shoes it's on. It's so crazy to be laying on your like father-in-law's yeah. couch with your shoes on that's some, that's some that's comfort rude. that's rude that's weird um but maybe he's like plantar fasciitis and needs to wear shoes okay okay so she can't she then gets to go to the christmas dance she goes in oh it's completely empty it's totally empty uh she's like oh no i missed the dance no mr christmas is here and he yeah. bought a corsage then they he did, waited i'm he so waited. curious what he was up to i want to know what he was doing while he was waiting because I feel like he doesn't seem like a guy who would rub on a phone. Yeah, he's not rubbing on was a phone. Just well, no, silently? we've seen him like call. He also calls his sister and is like, I met someone. Um, so maybe he calls his sister-in-law or something. Maybe he calls his <laughs> niece and nephew. Yeah, I can't imagine him like going on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> um, they do a dance. Then this is when she's like, this is moment too fast. Yeah. So then she has to record her podcast. And it's live. They don't. They don't. They like, don't go into the specifics. They don't, yeah, they don't explain. It's live. It's also it right Twitch? after she did the stand behind her backs, and she told Mr. Christmas, "This is moving too fast." He drives away. He, it's revealed, had a wedding ring in his glove box. Yeah, wild. We had a ring box. He had a ring glove. box. So then she has to record her podcast. She's sad. We don't under. I don't. I wanted them to do a tiny bit more work on the recorder that this podcast is using yeah because it like they show when she's at the podcast studio in the beginning they have some sort of software up she also is i guess the engineer in charge of recording her podcast uh at this recording studio in new york but then at home she like is just on a thing that has like a big button that says record and then it says like audio track one two three four i wanted them to just do a tiny bit of effort on that (laughs) they did not of course not um she's there then her dad is like Oh, I found the eighth grade diary you were looking for because you could never find it. She opens it up in the funniest like TV show wrapping I've ever seen. It's just a <laughs> notebook wrapped in uh, wrapping paper and then she well, slides it out of well, the Well, this guy's paper. got experience wrapping books. He does have that bookstore. Yeah, he has that bookstore. And, and the bookstore, it's quite the bookstore. There are no like freestanding shelves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the only displays for books are like wall unit shelves and the books are like front facing i wonder if it was there's the like, same bookshelves as in the parents house there's maybe a hundred books in this book yes the books are where you could look at every title um that is the uh, only time there's an extra in this movie a person oh. when she visits the bookstore earlier a person comes in <laughs> and her mom has to help them mm-hmm. um so then she's oh, yeah in- she's also got a book yeah, she out. also has a book coming out about her podcast. That, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's her parents no have standees of her <laughs> at the bookstore. Um, her dad gives her the book that's just in a little. It's like a slip cover. Yeah, yeah. That she slides the gift out of. It's the notebook. We don't get to see what she wrote in it, right? Or do we? She wrote Chris Massey in it. She wanted to be like, I mean, did know, I know? Him? Oh, yes. Know that's what's gonna happen? She wrote it and put stars around it. Well, she like looks at it while she's doing yeah, her she's live podcast. Yeah, she's recording her live podcast and she is just mumbling and we see her family listening to it in the other room and they're like, oh no, she's rambling. 
Well, at first they're like, hmm, she's doing a good job. She like references the sister's story and yes. the sister's like, I made the podcast. But then the way that they show she's rambling is she says, when you're drinking your Christmas trees and chopping down your hot chocolate. Which I thought was a joke she was doing on purpose. I thought this was a character choice. I'm like, that's kind of funny to say. And then it turns out, no, that was a, that's what happens to her when she gets stressed. Yeah. When she's stressed, she becomes like a family circus gardener. <laughs> Um, then she's recording it. She flips through the notebook. She sees that she wrote Chris Massey surrounded in stars because there's a weird like stars almost motif yeah. in this movie. There's Ed Bagley Jr. I kind of like his performance. Aaron Ditton. His performance was read the script on set for the first <laughs> time. <laughs> it was weird. He was like weirdly overly romantic. So I feel like he kind of played it a little, uh, silly i don't know if silly but like light toned i don't know it was it's pretty dumb yeah uh but he's like ah oh, when i saw your mother i saw a galaxy of opportunities or something <laughs> <laughs> and then they keep talking about stars there's this stars on uh chris massey's ugly sweater there's stars he's showing her, he constellations. Shows her constellations which i think he's saying jokes i don't know at one point later, she's looking at the window and is is demanding to see just one single star. And she's mad that she can't. That's, she wanted a sign. Um, yeah, it wasn't enough signs that this is the only man in this town. <laughs> um, then, oh, yeah. Also, don't worry. When the sister sees him in person, she also is like, he's so hot. <laughs> Everyone is telling us this man is hot. So she's recording the radio hour and then she. The radio hour. <laughs> She she's messing up and then she's like, you know what? I'm gonna get personal. This podcast host about love has never actually been in love, but I might be and I might have ruined it. And then she starts telling the story of her and Chris Massey and she doxes him on the freaking radio and says his name. I thought she was gonna call him Mr. Christmas. Like, why, why not? Instead, she says, (laughs) I met a man named Chris Massey in Lake Tahoe. (laughs) Um, And then she talks about their story and then is like, I think it is true love because true love waits. I don't know. Oh, yeah, because. okay, so, yeah, because of the true love takes time thing. The fact that she had a crush on him in eighth grade to her means. means that she can be like, well. I've been falling deeper and deeper in love with him for like 20 years. Yes, even though she, like 30 years. Yeah, did not remember him. Did not remember him. Not remember him, but somehow this matters. This makes her comfortable. Um, Then he comes the next day, he heard on the radio, and he does not propose to her. No. But he does give her a ring. A big sapphire ring. To show his intent. Yeah, it's like a weird... I don't know what it was. Yes. It's like, this is not an engagement ring. This is just a ring showing my intention to engage in a relationship with you. <laughs> I don't. It's so, it's so, because it wasn't just, I'm giving you a ring. It wasn't just like a present. No. It was like a little ceremony, but it was unclear. And then neither of us even can remember if she's going to stay there or move. Yeah, because it just abruptly seems like he should. The move. family sees them kissing and then just credits. Like a lot of these movies, like don't have time for any kiss. Yeah. Get it? GTFO. They're not. It's they're nice. They're like eighty-eight minutes. Yeah. Um. Then we get to the credits. Of course, they are cards that are timed so awkwardly. <laughs> so this movie, I still, I'm still sticking at two out of five Santas. And I'm going with to a to a dot five. Yeah, I just five. feel like, like it. I guess I mean like you're it, not in trouble. I know you it don't need to okay. change your It did look okay though. It was very like the colors were very like saturated. It looked okay. I mean, they gave us okay. there were more sets than a lot of them have. We yeah. went outside. The that production was nice. design was okay, but just the lack of extras was so wild. There also was like another man working at the glass blowing place, but it's just like, like they they needed to put extras somewhere because it started, it stopped feeling even like it was a coincidence they were running into and just the truth that there were no other people in the world. <laughs> um, 
Also, the age difference between the actors, they're very clearly, like, not the same exact age. Like, I pretty much guessed it correctly when I guess they were 50 and 45, and she's 44, and he's 51, that I'm, like... I think that's a fine... I don't know. It's also, there's a certain sadness to the fact that these are not people in their 30s or their 20s. What? It just felt very... You're sad to see anyone over 30? (laughs) No, it just felt sad to me, like... (laughs) that because that's what all the other ones are that's what all the other ones are and this one felt like too truly speaking to the actual viewers of the movie being like the way that it's about people in their like late 40s who have never been in love meeting each other like i would want that story to be better written and not written the way that all these very trite Hmm. stories are written like that feels like more personal and real in a way that nothing else about this movie was. Yeah. I liked the ca- the casting of the mom. She was kind of a weird looking lady. I liked that. <laughs> the editing the wasn't sister, too The sister was pregnant. All it was is just like a normal... A, a thin uh, like a normal woman. thin woman that would be in one of these movies. But they've put the largest pregnant belly I've ever seen. Yes. It truly... It was bigger than in like 10 Things I Hate About You when the dad makes the daughter like wear the pregnancy belly. <laughs> it looked like a uh, like exercise ball just stuffed yeah. in her shirt. Um, so I yeah, I give it two Santas. And then our nomi- the awards we're nominating it for are Naughty Award for Stock Footage. Uh, we Don't Know Award for Background Casting. Of a producer. Yeah, producer spouse award. And then I'm going to give it like a special recognition for a podcast award. I'm going to give it best podcast in the country award. Because <laughs> I I definitely want us to, uh, at the Santas this year, sort of just reach out and salute all the podcasters, <laughs> all the fellow mm, podcasters That's important. There. Oh, and we also forgot to mention, don't worry, there is a soldier um who meets up with his girlfriend, which is a sort of a trademark of these movies in one of the yeah, videos they like she those. sent. Yeah. So this movie, I wouldn't really recommend you watch this no, one. No, this one's not worth watching. It didn't have enough fun in it. It wasn't weird enough. The The weird, the parts of the jokes they wrote were strange, but her delivery was so rushed that it didn't even make them fun. I would want someone to actually sort of try to deliver those jokes like jokes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, don't watch this. Thumbs down. Watch Crafty Christmas Watch A Crafty Christmas. Until next time on A Very very Christmas Christmas Movie Podcast. This is Natalie Morgan. Welcome to Holiday Love. Today we have a special guest calling in, Chris. Random. Random. Hello, random. Well, Natalie is uh, because my parents go overboard at Christmas. We cut down cookies, we bake trees, we stuff wreaths and wrap stockings. They were made to thank the healthcare workers and the first responders. <laughs> 